let me tell you something. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. First of all, it's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone. How good is that? Too convenient, right? Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you. So you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Anchor. Check it out. Yeah. We got a couple like that. We got Lady T, Tierra. We got Lady J. And it's the Blast Talk 84. First and foremost, before we get into the conversation of the main topic, get beats. And that's dead beat moms and dads. I want to give a shout out. To all the good moms and dads out there, this is not directed at you. This is, this is directed to those irresponsible, uncaring, self-centered, narcissistic, child support daughters, out there in the world. Lady T, T. Era, would you like yes, to speak yourself? Hello, I, I'm Tierra. Hey, you know, oh, <laughs> we're not going to do that. Give <laughs> the real you, okay? That, that is the real me. <laughs> no, you're not Tierra. This is no, 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 no. This is I'm, I'm, motherfucking Tierra. Tierra. The real deal. All right, so let me ask you a question. What is your opinion on deadbeat dads? I'm gonna just, just, just jump straight into it, straight to, straight to the dessert. No, no dinner. Dang shit, they should be cast away to an island, alone, far away from here. Indeed, indeed, <laughs> indeed. Do you feel that same? Do you feel the same way about deadbeat moms? Yep. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Lady J, speak they your piece. You Lady J, what is your opinion on deadbeat dads? Make the baby, so you need to help take care of the baby. Indeed, indeed. Can't take care of the baby by themselves. Like they didn't make somebody themselves. You enjoyed the fun, but you don't want to stay for the ride. Huh? That's real. That's that. That's like, and and the thing is, with it, I don't think, or even I don't know if they, I don't think they care, or maybe they don't realize what they put these children through. You know, but and, and it's unfortunate because like. The current that's hanging in there has to see that shit. I don't know. I disagree. I think they do. They do. They do know. They just don't care. It could be a toss up. Yeah. Looking at it as a devil's advocate, just looking at all sides. So some fathers are afraid to be fathers. Not making excuses, but just seeing the other side. Some fathers are are their fathers bad that they're afraid to make that same mistake to such a degree that they stay away because they figure staying away is better than putting a child through their same mistakes so then what what do we say about the ones that didn't have a father that was some garbage and they they neglect their child but go and father other children Hmm. that's just called selfish and you, you have to find out from that half-assed individual why you think it's okay to father other children that could be from like maybe them not wanting to deal with the the child's mother honestly they have some hidden underlying feelings about the child's mother so they don't want to deal with the child they hire no different than a female that resents their son because it looks like they they look like their father the same thing, like a father can resent their child because they look like their mother who they don't get along with. If you just don't know until you talk to that person. But same thing with like moms. Um, so 
continuing looking at the other side of it. So, but then you have other fathers that keep jumping in and out of the life with no regards to the feelings, excuse me, of the child. And that's just very selfish because the first people in our lives that we learn, whether we're going to be taken care of, whether the food is going to be put in our belly, whether our, we learn security at a very long, young age. We learn security as an infant. We learn if our diapers are going to be changed. We learn if we're going to be coddled when we're afraid. We learn if we're going to be fed on time. There's a lot of things that are built before we even know that they're built. And that's based off of the fact of we're infants. Like, we know by the time we're six months old, if all of our basic needs in life are going to be met. And so if and it comes from childhood, it, if their parent wasn't there for them, was there for them if they weren't a good parent it comes from a whole bunch of different places true but then I'm sorry I'm sorry but then but then you got oh hold on are you still going if you want Mm -hmm. you can't you can't just say oh well oh they didn't have a father in their life use their behavior no that's not an excuse not an excuse at all you don't get to say oh because this happens to me this is why I get to act this way that's a cop out and that's that's a cop out that's all that is that's weak I'm gonna just speak kind of from a personal experience because I mean me not having a mother who was actively you know actively present well she was partially present uh, I've learned how I mean that gave me a whole different outlook on what I didn't want to be. So, exactly. I, me personally, I believe that after a certain age, it's no longer about what you went through it, through your childhood. I understand people process things differently and, and uh, um, things affect people differently, but at what point do you sit back and think, you know what, I know the pain that I went through why would I want to put another human being, let alone my own child, through the same shit I experienced? And so when do you step up and actually man up a woman up and take care of your responsibilities? I mean, me personally, I can't I don't I don't look at what I went through as an excuse or excuse myself from it and say, oh well, you know what? I went through this as a child, so shit, I'ma do this to my child. Nah, bullshit. You mature the fuck up because hell everybody go through shit you know I can't use that excuse as the active parent huh I said agree 1000% yeah like I can't use any excuses as an active parent as to why I couldn't do for a child so bullshit on on somebody else being able to use oh I'm going through something I'm trying to get myself together these kids don't require you to always I mean they, they don't look at what you spending your money on they just want the time and, and yep. if your time is just too goddamn you know uh uh, uh it, it's just too much for you to get your time then you don't you don't need to be out here cut your balls off or slice out your own damn uterus because you don't need to, to reproduce oh yeah you know, we all know the consequences of yeah, I'm fucking, hey, look, it is what it is. Do what you got to do. They doing it over there in the DR. Hey, why not? Shit. Yeah. Poke yourself up. Uh, uh, whatever numbing medicine you, alcohol, whatever it is that numb your so-called pain, get rid of that shit because it's unfair to these kids that you can get a, you can get away with it. Like the child got to live with it, lifelong issues, parent that's active that actually decided to step up. Nah, bullshit, you know, bullshit. I'm not. I'm. I'm be honest. I'm not trying to hear shit about nobody's childhood when it comes to being a parent. Like Slim, you knew what you was getting into. You wasn't acting like a child that had issues when you was in the bed with me. And another thing I, I know that sounds that, so heartless, but hey, hell, no, it doesn't. It sounds factual and truthful. Another thing to add to that. So you have not only does it affect their childhood, but it has long-lasting effects. So that same mm-hmm. child whose father was never around never had that love from her father and now she mm-hmm. searches for it in every man that she lays with I agree and she doesn't she only goes for men internally there's like this part of your mind in the back that and that some women don't even realize that they do it but that's why they always wind up in relationships 
that never work because they go where their comfort zone is, even though it's an unhappy place, because that's mm-hmm. what they feel comfortable with. When relationships start to get really serious, you you want to run away because you're like, whoa, this is not a comfortable place. I don't know what's going to happen here. And I can speak from personal experience. Mm-hmm. That's law. We, we were on our wedding day. Both of us wanted to run away because we took the sanctity of our marriage and the vow that we were getting ready to take on a very serious level. Pause. I'm sorry. Who want, I didn't want to run away. You're a liar. You're saying that for the podcast, but we both said <laughs> that, you liar. <laughs> well, I'm glad y'all didn't because I was a flower, lady of flowers, everybody. The lady of yes. flowers. Yes, I'm, um, my hours are from eight to four. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll negotiate <laughs> price if you need me. You know what I'm saying? But the same, the same reverse it, the same goes for a man. As he grows up, if he doesn't have a reliable woman figure as his mother or it doesn't even have to be his biological mother it could be his aunt and same goes for for females it could be an uncle it could be a cousin it could be a family friend it doesn't matter who it is but if you have that fatherly or motherly figure in your life to show you what that actually is supposed to be what that unconditional love is regardless of your choices and your decisions you have that support whether they agree with them or not you grow up to be mentally emotionally spiritually more happy and well adjusted as an individual and now, you don't search you don't search for those people to fill those voids that you didn't have when you were growing up now see this is where it might change the dynamic of this conversation because if we're speaking on okay one parent is absent but you have another one fulfilling both shoes in a sense teaching Absolutely. you what love is you know them parents that keep their titty in their kids mouth you know yeah, uh, 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 they need they, they they need to be the, sh- the shit need to be slapped out of them too because yeah, yeah. Shame, shame on those that parents that flashing the lights like that over there okay uh, I'm wrong wrong attention right now that's babying. It's called pussying. They pussyfy yeah. these goddamn boys. Cause ain't no way in hell you gonna be a grown ass woman and you support or or even back up the fact that your child is a fucking deadbeat. Like it couldn't be me, cause and, I'm. And let me tell you something. <laughs> 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 let me tell you something. Real talk. Shame on those mothers and fathers who do that. Shame on those fathers who don't hold their sons responsible for being bitches. Shame on those mothers who don't hold their who don't hold their children responsible for being bitches. Cause like I've seen that shit growing up. I've had homies who had mothers who pretty much coddled them all the way up to, until they was grown. And now their lives are horrible because they don't know how to take responsibility for shit because they always got bailed up by their, you know what I'm saying, by their folks. Hold them accountable. I, I just like don't that. I don't understand it. I really don't. And then and then another thing. I don't like is you know you got you got those parents that one go absent and they just stay the hell away but then you got those ones that want to keep coming back and forth they're more damaging in my opinion like you don't want to be there you don't want to support this child you don't want to do nothing financially for them just stay the hell away out of sight out of mind because it makes it a whole yeah. lot easier for the parent that's active you know to to try to you know somewhat mend that broken heart that this child is experiencing but you constantly come back and forth and you continuously break it over and over and over again eventually it's going to be unfixable yeah that's real that's real that's the type of shit that I don't like and it's like you know and like and like like matter of fact I was talking to a good man of mine this morning and man, him was a uh, cause you know he don't have some, he don't have any children, but he wants children. And we were just talking about you know how guys you know out here making babies and just and and stepping off, and it made him sick cause like he really wants children bad, man. You know what I'm saying? He's like and, and he just don't understand like you know what I'm saying like like how niggas, you know dudes can be out here doing this kind of shit and just like and just not and not even think nothing of it. It gotta take a cold motherfucker to really t- t- to operate like that. And you know that a that cold person, but a selfish person. Selfish as hell. And you know that saying they used to have, it takes a village. I feel like yeah, these it does. there's no village anymore because I can't be around uh. like 
I can't be around somebody who I know is a deadbeat or even if I don't know the whole story, but I never see your child or, you know, I have yeah. access, especially if it's a relative, you know, my personal experience. I've reached out to the relatives of my children's father plenty of times, you know, so y'all know that the door is always open, but you refuse to even engage with the child as a cousin, aunt, mother, grand, I mean, not mother, shit, uh, a grandmother, or, you know, uh, whatever. You refuse to engage with this child, but yet, you know, certain things pop up and all of a sudden you on social media playing like you the proud you know relative and 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 trying to get some kind of clout or want to get the child to go to family reunion sean we're real i'm sorry um but it's all good uh, speak your peace talk your shit you know, I, I just don't, I don't like the fake shit, you know, because the kid going to eventually grow up and catch on to it. You know, my, my thing is you cause this child to become ruthless, but you're not going to be the one to have to support them if they snap and they got, they need commissary because clearly you don't do shit now. Right. You know, I, I, I just, I don't understand it. I really don't. Uh, I value family and I take that very seriously. The, the, the meaning of family to me is beyond just, you know, what we look like to the world. It's way deeper mm-hmm. than that. And it, it seemed like, you know, uh, too often these so-called fake-ass villages they got now, you'll tell a nigga happy Father's Day or happy Mother's Day and you know damn well they ain't with all their kids. It's no way possible they could be goddamn happy. Yeah, you Absolutely. know, it's no way to congratulate them on being a, a, a full-time father or mother if they don't even see all their children. Like, when do you pull them up and ask them questions? Because eventually, that lie's going to roll off their tongue, voluntarily or involuntarily. But you know, nobody holds others accountable. It definitely takes a village to raise a child. Yeah. Cause like nobody can do it by themselves. Sure, ain't lying. You have to be the and there's very few that actually the, can. The, the world is going crazy, and the younger generations they have no guidance. Their programs are being taken away, so it's just multiple different aspects from different. Because you can have, you don't have to have. If you have one strong factor in your life, one strong influencer in your life, that can get rid of or negate mm-hmm. six or seven other negative things it can get rid of you know it can help the the area that you live in like having a strong influencer in your life can keep you on the right path even when so many things are mm-hmm. negative and kind of derail you and it's just like if you could just give a child that one influencer that one person to say hey you matter you're amazing you are just so intelligent like, just think of how many teachers tell students, oh, you're stupid, going to be anything. And eventually you tell somebody something so much that they eventually, they believe it uh-huh. and they embody it. And how could you, how can you look at yourself in the mirror and, and we're kind of getting off topic, but it's just a whole spiraling effect. And then the media doesn't help it either because they promote it as well in movies and music and you're like oh well this is all you're ever going to be just because the world tells you that you're a statistic does not mean that you have to be a statistic Mm -hmm. instead of breaking that generational curse exactly and think of how many you know you Tierra and I can relate to being young mothers think of how many young mothers they tell them like the reaction that you got and I, I remember, like it was yesterday, the reaction that I got when I told people that I was pregnant and they knew my age and, you know, all the different things that they tell you as a young mother. And then when you take your child to school, they don't take you seriously and they try to, like, teach you things as if you're not the mother of the child. Or they try to, oh, no, how about we do it? No, you're going to listen to what I have to say because this is my child. Mm-hmm. This ain't your child. You do yours the way you do. I'm going to do my child the way I do. But it's a totally different society look and everything. When you're a young mother growing up, they tell you you're never going to finish your education. They tell you you're never going to be successful. That's a bunch of bullshit. Mm-hmm. Just because there's a, really, there's a really awesome quote that I really wish I could remember off, off right now. But it said, just because they weren't able to do it doesn't mean that I can't accomplish it. 
Right. And you know, that's crazy you say that because when I was pregnant with Javante, which is my second child, um, I remember my, at the time, best friend, grandmother's friend asking me while I was at the hospital visiting her after she had her child. She said, well, which child is, uh, uh, this is your first child? I said, no, this is my second. And she turned her nose up to me and she said, well, what do your parents think about you having all of these kids so young? And my answer to her was, my father told me, great job, keep up the good work because you're doing what you got to do to make sure that everybody else don't have to do what the fuck they, uh, uh, you know, do what for your child. You know, my dad told me, good luck, you know, great work. That's what the fuck he told me, but I wanted so badly to cuss the old ass lady out because I, I felt the judgment. You know, the yeah, you know what? In the end, it was like, you know, bitch, if I, I wasn't wanna... taught to respect my elders, I, I would have probably lift your ass up in here. And due to the fact that I like your best friend, you know, as if she was my own grandmother, you you probably got a little bit lucky because had you been somebody on the street, a random, random person, with nobody in between for us to know and con nobody in common. Oh, I'd have lit her ass up. I had that. I respect I my elders, but I also believe and give it to get uh, receive it too. Oh, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah. The, uh, I want. I want to give a special. I'm gonna see if I can find it. I'm gonna look real quick. I'm gonna but give a special know, go to hell. And eat. <clears throat> I want to give a special go to hell and eat shit to all you judgmental people out there who making everybody else's life hard because you're not happy with yourself. You know, go to hell and eat shit. You know, real talk. Hot because shit. people out here trying to live and trying to do what they got to do. And because that shit bothers me. Like, flaming you know, hot shit toes. <laughs> yeah, sorry. real talk. Like, when you, you know, you turn your nose up to somebody because they not living how you think they should live. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's about survival, man. Like you gotta do what you gotta do to survive, and if you're not gonna help me or give me what I need, then I'm gonna get to how I live. And I ain't saying you gotta you know go out here and, and be and be wild and reckless. But at the end of the day, your main focus is you taking care of your kids. Now, it's uh, funny you say that, right? Here because... we go. I got it. I found the quote. I found the quote. So when someone undermines your dreams, predicts your doom. Or criticize you in any way. Remember, they're telling you their story, not yours. And it's by Mark and Angel. Mm. Well, they have mm. a blog, I believe. But I always remember that quote because it's like, just because you weren't able to do it and you didn't have the strength to do it, or you didn't have the gumption or whatever was inside of you that you didn't have enough of to continue to go and to continue to accomplish your goals doesn't mean that I won't accomplish my goals and don't have that jealousy or that hatred or that that envy or animosity towards me because I'm going for it. Mm-hmm. For real. And even your own family members, the ones closest to you, can be jealous of you. Yeah, I believe that. I feel that a whole lot. But you know, uh, to what uh, JJ has said about, you know, um, the survival thing and you know, some people aren't good for you and things like that. Uh, yeah. So, you know, a lot of these kids now they're experiencing this absent father thing you know I, I'm be honest it really do hurt me because I cannot relate to having an absent father now yeah. partially my mother wasn't there but I seen her and it was you know I did have a lot more understanding and and not to say that I don't uh, understand you know the whole con- uh, uh, you know the whole uh, what you go through in your past can affect you because certain people you know like I said they process differently so I understood my mother's past she had a, a hard past um, you know losing her mother and her father at the age of 6 and 8 so you know what do oh, she know yes. about being a parent at all you know uh, that's major but you know like I said some people process differently I took my 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 uh, bad during childhood and turned it into what I knew I didn't want for my kids to go through but you know these kids are now talking to each other and they're getting advice from each other and it was a little boy one of my students who actually told Tanil, you know uh when she had her breakdown around her birthday because her piece of shit ass father um decided to want to uh, ignore her the entire day 
ain't lied to her at the end of the day. Uh, <coughs> oh, my father, he ain't do nothing for me, but you know what? It's probably best that he wasn't around because, you know, when I sit back and think about it, and this little boy is only freaking 13, he said, when I sit back and I think about it, what good could he have done for me? and his father was actually extremely abusive to him and so when he Mm -hmm. told her that you know I I felt like damn I always tell Tanil you know don't talk to these kids that's your age for advice all the time you know because they're going through it and they're learning just like you're learning but when he said that that's like damn this boy had to mature and learn this at 13 that some Hell people yeah. just ain't and, and his, his own parents taught him this lesson that's yeah. gotta be the most hurtful goddamn feeling for your it's parent like, to teach you one of the hardest lessons in life but in the most painful way <laughs> like you didn't learn betrayal from somebody else you learned it from your own fucking father and so I can't really relate on that. You know, my dad was active. Yeah. May not I, have I been, you know, my as engaging as he should have been, but he was there. My, uh, you know, uh, my mother and I was relationship crazy was crazy for my father and I were the best. Huh? And then it's like, you know, huh? Hello? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. My phone sounds so low. I said um, my, uh, my mother and I's relationship wasn't the greatest, but my father and I's relationship, like, that's my eighth. Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't know if it's my my phone or how I can put it back on speaker. Nah, well, we we, we, we hear you really good, though. Like, you're, you're coming through nice and clear. Huh? You're coming through nice and clear. As long as I can hear you, that's like... Yeah, no, I just had to put the phone to my ear. For some reason, it's not on speaker anymore. It's through the earpiece, but that's fine. But yeah, oh, good. Um, oh, good. but yeah, it's well, it's just these, these see these deadbeats that I did, the shit that and 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 another thing that blow me is you know um don't put me in a predicament to where you know um. That's always been my fear. Never been uh, to my fear has always been not being able to protect my child, right? And so it's certain things that I just learned from the world, you know, with all the kids passing away and 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 these dumbass reckless people trying to target children and stuff is one I can't protect my kids from the fucking world, and what makes it worse is. I can't even protect them from the person I shouldn't have to protect them from. You know, uh, I can't I can't fix the hurt. I can't change the hurt. I can't stop the hurt that these dumbass absent parents put on children. You know, and it's not just with my children. It was also with, you know, I experienced it with relative, my little sister. And it, her piece of shit mother. And it's like, you know... You, we can't stop this but you know how the hell do you fix pain that yeah. only that person can actually fix like or heal. my younger sister my younger sister Kalia graduated you know uh, it's been a little bit over a year and I found her father's page on Facebook and I see this fool got his other daughter on his page <laughs> With her, with her cap and gown on, and he like my daughter's graduation. <clears throat> I'm like, wow. I said, well, let me help him, you know, let me, because I know he owes me, let me help his memory. Let me send him a picture of Kalia, his oldest daughter, <clears throat> and her cap and gown. And I sent it to him, and he saw it, but he ain't saying nothing back. But I know him, and I know when he saw that, it probably tore him apart. Shut <clears throat> up. Because, because he, I know for a fact, he probably wanted to be a part of that. And being flipping, <coughs> flipping again to the other side of it too. Like I've been that relative that wanted to see my family member. And I'm sure there's other people out there that wanted to see their family member of whatever. Like, you know, because people get married and then they get divorced because their marriage doesn't work. And then the kids kind of get mainly put to one side <coughs> or the other. So if 
the father has custody, mainly the children go to the father's family and they don't really see the mother's family like that or vice versa. So we, I had a relative that got divorced and his wife, his ex-wife took, took the baby. We didn't see the baby. We didn't, we, at first we seen the baby, but then after that, we didn't see the baby. We didn't hear from the mother. I haven't seen my relative in a very long time, almost two decades, actually two decades, because my relative would have been the same age as my sister. You know, and then he's grown now, but see, that causes a lot of pain. Is that kind of different? You can't because the other person hides, you know, keeps the child away. Now, in the case, in that case, that was the other parent, uh, whatever relative, hiding that child. But when the floor is open for you, when the yeah, invitation yeah, has been sent plenty of times, you ain't got indeed. no excuse. Yeah. You know, indeed. you really don't have an excuse. My thing is, especially with social media today, don't follow yeah. me and like all of their pictures when the invitation has been sent the number has never changed for the last 13 years 20 years however long you have the number when you have a way to contact and it's an open invitation that rotate and door still rotates you have absolutely no damn excuse you just as bad as the piece of shit that left yeah, yeah. that's true that's you true. know and then, and then, you know i think the the part that bothers me is that on social media, like you said, so you know, so just let, let's say somebody put a picture of of their child up, right? Mm-hmm. Just, just did something in sports, and then you get these, you get these half relatives. I'm gonna just call them latives because they're not poor relatives. So we gonna call them. You get these latives. The laxatives. Like, yeah, the laxatives. <laughs> you know why they? Because because them motherfuckers stay running. Mm-hmm. And, you know and they the shift feeds from them, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. but, but then you see them and they be like, "Oh, look at my son!" So she, oh, she look just you no know, shame. Man, let me take. Talk your shit. That's one thing I can't stand. That right there, I'm about to be the most hurtful. Uh, fuck that. I'm about to hurt some feelings. Because that's one thing I cannot fucking stand. Don't try to support my child on social media when you see pictures getting posted and shit. Now all of a sudden, they got so much of you in them or your side of the family. Nah, my nigga, nah. You stay your ass right where the hell you at, where you been at, and that was missing. Don't pop up on my post talking about some, oh, you look just like your grandma and her well guess what the fuck they ain't did shit so they gets no credit over here this child looks like this child you know whatever that child name now fuck all that now you're not about to come over here and try to claim features and shit nah fuck no no bullshit don't pop up stay the fuck away that yeah. right there blows me because I had a situation with my daughter all the time. Actually, it's not a situation, multiple situations that I am just tired of. You know, I post a picture of her uh, at her track meet. Oh my gosh, your daddy ran the same way. I post her her birthday picture. Oh, it's so pretty. You're so beautiful. You look just like your grandma. Bitch, just say happy birthday and congratulations. You ain't got to do all that extra shit because guess what? Grandma don't call her. Grandma ain't never been the shit she been in. Neither has her punk ass Chauncey daddy. So don't, don't, don't keep popping up and your ass either. So why the fuck you always gotta be the one to pinpoint who she look like? Uh. No, stay the hell away. Won't you say some shit like just congratulations, happy birthday, continue to be you. Cause none of the motherfuckers you telling me or the world she looks like has put not 10 seconds of effort into her growing and her maturing so yeah. fuck all that keep all that what yeah, does she look that. like y'all she got the same lips same nose maybe the eye no 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 no, no. fuck all that keep they that shit and they don't gotta sit and explain to her why certain people don't come around you know what I'm saying like they don't, they don't gotta do all that like, you gotta go through all that shit and, that, and, 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 that, and that's for any parent out there who gotta be the one to even with my, even with uh, my father, you know, irritating as he may be, me and my, like, my mother was going through her shit when I was a kid, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, she was getting together. I used to, you know, I used to wonder, like, you know, where my mother at? 
And he used to have to like be like, you know what I'm saying, tell me shit like, you know what I'm saying? Like she, you know what I'm saying, she, you know, she she'll be around, she coming or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So it's like and you know, my, and shout out to them both because I love them to death, even though they irritate me. But like you got some people out there that got it worse. You know what I'm saying? Like where they gotta constantly sit and talk to their child about why certain motherfuckers ain't around. And that shit ain't cool, yo. Well, that shit that, that shit reckless. You know, unfortunately, uh, you know, y'all know my situation, but the world doesn't. So that's I'm so, you know, I got Deshaun on one end. You know, I had to talk to him and he kept asking me, uh, you know, mommy, why my father don't come around? And at one point, you know, it was, um, I don't know, you know, he going to come around when he, you know, um, you know, want to and stuff like that. But then I had realized, you know, even by saying that I could be possibly lying to my child and I can't continue to do that because to be honest with you, I don't know if he's going to ever feel like coming around. You know what I'm saying? That's a lie in itself. I don't know what that man feeling. So it had to get to the point where when they now ask is, you know what? I don't know when he coming around, if he ever come around. But all I know is I, I'm here. You know, let's direct this back to who's active and, and, and what I can do. I can't give you no answers as to what he's thinking, what he's doing, how he's feeling. That is all all up to him to answer. Those are questions that you have to ask him. You uh, know, I can only answer questions real. for myself because if I sit here and I say, all right, well, he'll come around when he uh, feel it and he never does. You going to go back to what I was telling you and say, damn, but my mother been lying to me all this time. So then we're good. Am I to you now? You know, I don't know. I can't answer that question. So now it's, it's, it's not no, you know, oh, well, he'll be around, you know, it's I don't know. You know, I can't answer that question. That's the honest. The, that's my honest truth. I can't answer that question. Will he be here tomorrow, next week, a month from now, three years from now, a year, uh, 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 10 years from now? I don't know. I don't know. Right. You know, for all I know, I might be able to cash in on the life insurance policies before he ever come to fuck around. I know that sounds bad, but I'm just saying, you know, uh, um, and, and that's probably the most hurtful thing because on my daughter's birthday, I had to answer that question. You know, on a day that it's supposed to be all about her, her happiness, she's supposed to be enjoying, you know, uh, uh, her day. She's crying and asking me why her father don't want to talk to her. Charles Neal Worrell, why her father don't, you know, want to uh, be around her, why he's avoiding her. And how the fuck am I supposed to know? Because, see, it can't be one of them situations that Jim was talking about where the father want to dodge the mother because shit, she's had her own cell phone. I don't talk to you unless it's an emergency or it's one of them situations where I had to put in the place. Hey, you know, if you want to come and get her, you don't tell her that you tell me, you know, it's been so many things that I put into place, tried to, you know, work it out. Whereas he can see her and we not have any interaction. You know, you want to get her, you call my mother, my mother called me. And I'll drop her off at my mother. You come pick her up. And when you're done and you want to drop her back off, you drop her off to my mother. And then I go to my mother and I pick her up. We miss each other. But now she's at the age where I don't have to speak for her. You can speak straight to her. You can call her cell phone, all of these things, but you're not doing it. You know? So, uh, uh I, dang. You know, when I start talking sometimes, I hate when my mind goes, because I forgot what I was talking about initially. But... Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like that thing it's just running her, uh, the dog on the movie up <laughs> but you know uh, circle back around yeah but it's it's like you know answering that question on her day it was like you know I, I, I kind of got angry I was hurt I was enraged like I was willing to wear them, them beautifully made silver metal whatever bracelets you know because <laughs> if i'd have seen that nigga you know i'd have collect that jewel you know what i mean you, like slim you hurt I my daughter I got you. 
Yeah, nah, shit. They could have put me in any color. I don't give a shit. Tan, blue, burgundy, whatever. It didn't even fucking matter. Slim, you oh got to see me. She tried to do a penitentiary fashion line. And shit. Yeah, right? <laughs> well, nah, you know they got tan out Pennsylvania. <laughs> You know, I think over here down at C, uh, what is this, CTS, CCA, whatever, you know what I'm saying? They burgundy, you know? It ain't orange. I ain't hanging on fucking. But, uh, you know, it, it, it was hurtful because it's like, damn. And I had to tell her, you know what? What you're not going to do is give that nigga no power today. Fuck him. And this is the first time I ever said some shit that was bashful it's straight to my daughter about her father but it was just like I'm fed up done I can't keep on trying to sugarcoat it she's 13 now look your father's some shit he's always been some shit up until this point you mm. can't sit here and allow him to dictate who you're gonna become or let him affect how you grow right now this is your day you ain't giving him that power you're gonna enjoy your day you're gonna have fun this entire weekend this is your birthday you celebrating your 13 years of living and guess what you did that shit like a g without him if it was out without me i'd be telling you the same shit you ain't gonna let nobody else who can't cause you anything joyful dictate how your day go fuck that nigga and that's just what it is you know at this point it's like you know some of these niggas put you in a predicament the way you gotta you know i never bashed them i never talked about them or anything in in is reach of my children you know if i spazzed out on them on the phone it was most likely a hundred percent because he made her a promise and i walked in on her crying or i walked mm. in on him lying to her and i'm like oh no nah, not today not on my watch but any other time nah i don't bash this man or you know talk down about him that's one thing i believe because i want my children to have you know um to know them for who they are from their own point of view from their own perspective of who they are not from what i know them to be yeah. You know, so I allow all my children to have that. But hell, hey, look, after 12, 13 years, you know what it is. Yeah, but of course, so like, a, yeah, but of course, like a child, you know, and, and a vulnerable child, we're naive. We all believe shit gonna change. And, you know, because of me, it might just change. But, you know, it, it, my, my daughter done seen shit that, you know, she's brought to my attention as far as how he's you know active with his stepdaughter but not her how he may possibly love her more than he loved her i mean had love the stepdaughter more than he loved her you know i've seen shit online that i pray my daughter never see you know pictures of the little girl on his back and shit that's something my daughter never have a memory of with her own fucking father but you're giving it to somebody else's child and then you know i get it you know as a woman you know, I can push a man to do but so much with his absent, you know, him being absent with his, his his biological children. But, you know, initially, bottom line is my loyalty is not to that of a woman and her child is to him. But if you're going to be a stepmother or, or any kind of motherfucking mother, you should be able to relate to the fact that you're dealing with a deadbeat ass nigga. And so I can't really respect any woman that can sit back and allow that. I just, that just, you know, goes to the fact of, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> Damn. I call it, I call it mommy brain. <laughs> Bomb ass mommy brain. Cause yeah. Oh, that we, just, I, we I good. Got it. So that just goes back to the fact of never choosing somebody else over your kids. Mm-hmm. Ever. Never, ever, ever. Mm-hmm coming from somebody who had that happen to them, that is a painful scar that you can never take back. Mm-hmm. You will never, 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 ever, ever choose somebody else over your own children. Mm-hmm. And you know like, what? Ever. And, and, and for those who do, if you're listening, just them. know that 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 comma that 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 universe working so many lovely beautiful ways and it's going to teach you one day that you can't escape that mm-hmm. that's something that you can't escape that that's going to definitely come back on you because i hear my daughter now i hear her anger i hear her aggression i hear her rage i hear her hurt i see it all 
I'm just waiting for the day that she actually snap on this nigga. And I'm going to sit back with my popcorn and my Slurpee and my Jujubees. And I dare that nigga to even try to correct her. You don't oh, have that man. right. Jujubees. You have lost that I need right. to get some of them. Man. Know, they're actually good, right? They used to have them all the time at the movies. I don't even see them like that much no more down you here gotta in D.C. Go. But I got to oh, get on. those. Hold on, pause. You got to go to like CBS or something to get them in the, in the little Yeah. Wait, wait a minute. One thing I do. And, and on my podcast, and I did it with Jen last time with Lady J. Hey, caught is, me off. I do a, it's called, it's called random. Caught me off guard. So, I'm about to ask you a random question. All right, you got you to gotta answer it, all right? You ready? Yeah. Um, Just a second. All right. So, you said CBS, right, Jen, to get the movie box of candy? Um, so, <laughs> the last place I got B's was at CBS, and it was, you, um... It was off of like a small side. Well, it was a, it's it's kind of like Caddy Corner between the main road and the side street. But yeah, I got them at CVS. That's the last I'm a time fan. I got But I haven't seen them in a while. All right, T. If you could bring back any, if you could bring back any snack from the nineties. Oh man. Say that again. Back, one, if you could bring back any snack from the nineties, any snack. Hmm. What would it be? Only one. Oh, I got mine. <sighs> I know that's a difficult choice, ain't it? My voice just went out. Damn. Such a difficult choice. I know, right? I'm trying to think of 90s snacks, though. If if I could bring back any snacks from the 90s. Wait a minute. Hold on. Pause. Before you say it, I think I know it already. I know it already. Not that one. It's the one with the bite and the no, cupcake. No, not that one. It's another one. Wrap snacks. Hell yeah! Rap snaps were rap snaps. Rap snaps. They were chips. Now I think they still got it down south, but they but they they had oh my man, Jen delicious. They was they had the best honey barbecue. Yes, they had the best honey barbecue. Oh, you know what? You know what? Hold on, I got one. I got one. Steak fries. Oh man! What? What? You don't remember hot fries? Steak fries, they yeah. had oh, thicker yeah, yeah. ones. Okay, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, I never ate those. No, no, R A P S N. Yeah, it's right there. Yeah, those are the old, the new ones. Like the, the old ones have like. Yeah, Cardi ain't got shit on the old ones. That's popcorn, technically. Yeah, but. Well, yeah. I was real disappointed so, when I seen rap snaps. Thought I was about to eat a good bag of them, and it was popcorn. I was like, what the fuck? So mine is. The Flintstones, the Flintstones, and the Ninja Turtles popsicles with the gumball eyes, and then the Flintstone push pops. They you still got those. You have Fred, Barney, Velma, and Betty. Well, yeah, no, hold on, wait, no, they still got those down here. No, they ain't the same. They, they don't the taste same. the same, but you know what? Hostess don't the taste same. the same either. They ain't the same. I got some. <laughs> I went to Walmart the other day, and I I was so excited. I seen Ninja Turtles popsicles. They mm-hmm. chipped me. They were all freaking Raphael. Okay, what kind of shit is that? <laughs> they were all Raphael. Didn't have no damn gumball eyes. Where my damn gum after I eat my popsicle? Right. <laughs> that shit did not taste good at all. But you know what? I think they removed the gumballs because kids started choking. Well, that's their fault. They need to take their Yeah, the damn kids don't know how to eat. Nah, keep that shit away. Listen, You know why? Because I ate some bazooka gum the other day and it was good for about five seconds. But God damn it, it's going to chip your teeth if you keep chewing it. Yeah. It's it's horrible now. Yeah. But yeah. (sighs) The the, the, the Ninja Turtles popsicles with the gumball eyes. Hold on. I got one. Push pops. I got one. Remember the zebra bubble gum? (gasps) Oh, man. In the red, green, and yellow package. And you can can make the rapper give you a zebra print. uh, Yeah. Tattoo. Yeah. All right. You know what? We're ridiculous. Some cat dag on big kids. Hold on, hold on. Now you're gonna make me look up 90 snacks and see what else. No, that's another segment. I gotta wrap this up. (laughs) Hold on, I got something. I gotta wrap this up. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh, Dunkaroos! Dunkaroos? Dunkaroos. (gasps) Oh, the kangaroo? Yeah, 
The cookies. You dipped in the No, they still got that. They still got that down here. They ain't called Dunkaroos, but yeah, they still got the them. Things. They ain't the same. <gasps> oh, hell. You're not going to do this. Did you ever eat the Ouch bubblegum in the tin cans? Hmm? Nah, what's that? Man. Ho, ho. Remember the bubblegum jug? What was it? The bubblegum jug. Yeah. It was like a jug and it come out like powder and you eat it and you start chewing it and turn it to bubblegum. Yeah. There yeah. Oh. I'm sorry. Don't worry about it. But look. We getting happy. I got to wrap this up, guys. Hold on. I got something to end it with. Hold on. All right. I got something to end it with. <laughs> so, so all the people out there that need some motivation. I don't remember who this quote is by, but I'm a, I'm a quote head or whatever you want to call me. A quote freak. Um, so this is a quote that I seen when I was going for my degree. It's called Don't Quit. So when things go wrong, and whoever gets credit for this, I'm trying to give you credit. I just don't have a name. So don't quit. When things go wrong, as they sometimes will, when the road you're trudging seems all uphill, when the funds are low and the debts are high, and you want to smile, but you have to sigh. When care is pressing you down a bit, rest if you must. But don't you quit. Life is queer with its twists and turns, as every one of us sometimes learns. And many a failure turns about when he might have won had he stuck it out. Don't give up, but the pace seems slow. You might succeed with another blow. Often the goal is nearer than it seems to a faint and faltering man. Often the struggler has given up when he might have captured the victor's cup. And he learned too late when the night slipped down how close he was to the golden crown. Success is failure turned inside out, the silver tint of the clouds of doubt. And you never can tell how close you are. It may be near when it seems afar. So stick to the fight when your heart is hit. It's when things seem worse that you mustn't quit. That was very nice. Yeah, go ahead and send that to me. That okay. was definitely not a quote. That was a poem. Oh, so what? Okay, that was not a quote. All right, Mr. Technical. Get but it was nice. Face. Get out my face. Well, see, I thank you for joining me on uh, Let's Talk 84. And once again, you too, Lady J. This segment uh, is definitely the business. Check it out. Like it. Don't. But you know it's true. Tierra, I just sent it. All right, T. Okay. Thank All right, guys. Me. Peace out. No All problem. Right. Anytime. Good night. This advertisement is part of a charitable initiative in partnership with Ballot Ready. Please note that this is an unpaid opportunity with zero dollars involved. The goal for this initiative is to increase voter education and to encourage listeners to vote. During the 2020 election that comes up in November, research who you're voting for before you make the vote. Know where to go to vote. And make sure you vote for somebody that you feel as though can help you, your community, and your country be better. Don't sit at home and do nothing. This is more than one way to vote. Take advantage of it. Vote for who you think will make this country where it needs to be. Not great again. Thank you.